Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's David Feldman. David, you are the founder of Three Owl Agency. You're found on the web at Three Owl. That's number three, owl.agency. And you're the author of the book, Small by Design, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Growing Big While Staying Small. David, thank you for joining us. Uh, Great to be here, Josh. All right. Give us an overview of, I, I mean, I don't know if we want to start with Three Owl. I mean, again, congratulations on the uh, on the success of your book. Um, it's, again, Wall Street Journal bestselling uh, book, USA Today bestselling book. Uh, so obviously it's it's a good message. Sure. You know, I think the, the book and the company are closely tied enough together um, where I would have never been able to write the book without running an agency for 10 years. Um, so I can tell you a little bit about both um, and how they're connected, but I, like most entrepreneurs, bootstrapped my agency 10 years ago, started on my own. Uh, you know, that was my personal MBA that I got was uh, starting my business. Uh, seven years into it, or seven and a half years into it, the pandemic hit. And uh, what I realized was being a small, scrappy team, one of the first questions we always got from our clients was, are, are y'all going to be able to execute on this project? Are you big enough? And I realized that I spent a lot of time taking small off the table. They, they were impressed by me. They were impressed by the work we had done, but we were smaller, especially when we started. So that was one of the concerns was really creative group of people. Will they, will the three owls be around? Will it just be two owls in a few months? You know, will they still be there? So uh, I spent a lot of time pretending to be bigger than we were to gain the clients. I mean, we had a fancy office and all the trappings of a bigger agency. Um, but when the pandemic hit, something really interesting happened. Uh, had two of our biggest clients reach out to us shortly after the pandemic started. And they said, we really like your size. You're small, you're nimble. And the small projects we're doing with y'all, y'all are executing on these better than our big agency partners. And we're considering moving all of our work to you. Can you handle it? It was the first time I had a client come to me and say, we like your size. We, we like that you're small and all of these systems that you have and the quality of work, it's just different. And we feel it in a positive way. Um, when that happened, I started thinking about this book. Uh, Because I realized no one's going to want to come see our office because no one's working out of an office right now. And I, in general, paradigm shifts are happening. We, as we were interviewing for new employees, I forgot to even think about where they were located. We ended up hiring somebody who was not even in Atlanta. And I didn't even ask her till the final round where she was living because it just didn't matter. So the book was really an outcome of me realizing there's a paradigm shift happening and I can't be the only one. And I wanted to really look at all the learnings that we had of running a creative agency, 
Um, but also what does, what does being small look like and how can you celebrate it and use it towards your advantage um, in this post-pandemic world, if you can call it that. Uh, so the book is, it's not a how-to marketing guide or how to grow a marketing business. So we're very focused on creative and technology. Uh, the book is uh, a series of uh, case studies and interviews with other small by design business owners that are very much not in my field. So I've got an interview with a construction management company that's continuously hit the Inc. 5000, Inc. 5000 list, clinical research, augmented reality, et cetera. So it's, uh, it's very much a playbook um, in nine chapters about how you can grow a, grow a business by intentionally staying small, but really making a large impact. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really interesting because I think sometimes, you know, in the entrepreneurial world, you know, we might look at a company that, you know, they're doing eight figures, they've got, you know, 500 employees and and they say, ha, I'm the founder of that. Now my dreams have finally come true. Um, I'm not sure you want that company. Right. Um, you know, I recognize, you know, I, I, you know, that, you know, I, I'm a really good CEO of a six-figure company. I'm a really good CEO of a, I'd say a lower seven-figure company. You know, as we start to get into the high sevens and the eights, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure I would actually enjoy that because the role of the CEO changes a bit, doesn't it? It does. I, I like being close enough to the work and I like that I get to talk to my clients and be involved the way that I am um, while still not being in the weeds. Um, It's interesting that you say that. Um, We recently uh, sold part of the business uh, to become a part of a boutique agency network. Um, So there's 15 small agencies in this network, um, all similar size to us, you know, eight. Some are like two people, some are up to 15 people. The guy who started it, uh, started an agency in California and it grew to be so big that he felt out of touch as a CEO and missed the smallness. So when he sold his company, he started this group where he said, I really believe in the power of small and I like being closer to the work. I like being closer to the people. Um, and for me, that's been one of my favorite parts of running the business is actually being involved in all of my employees' career growth and being available to my clients. Um, we were just laughing. We we're answering an RFP right now. And there was a question in there that said, what is the cadence of milestones that we'll get to talk to leadership? And I'm like, you can talk to me whenever you want. Like there's this, you shouldn't have to have three meetings scheduled with leadership throughout your entire project. So again, like I, I laughed at that because as the CEO of a smaller business, I do get to have those important conversations with my clients and it's not this big deal or this scheduled event that may or may not happen. And, you know, it's like, think of me thinking about, and and I've been through this exercise with a few folks, um, you know, clients and, you know, asking them about their goals, you know, and, and again, I, I really like, I was, what was I, I forget what book, maybe Jordan Peterson or something like that. Um, I don't know. He was talking about, you know, what's, what's your end game here? What's your goal? Like, what do you really want? I mean, like it is a great life to run, um, you know, a boutique agency. It's a great lifestyle. So I like the idea of, you know, if there is a goal, um, you know, around lifestyle, maybe it's, um, eliminating, you know, if you, if you want to keep working on, um, 
you know, goals like growing that sort of, it doesn't necessarily mean top line revenue, or it doesn't necessarily mean more and more and more employees. And somehow that is the indication of your success, right? It, it could be, I want to build more freedom into my schedule. Um, maybe we don't need to take every and all claim. Maybe we can refine our focus a little bit, become the become indispensable, create, a, you know, invest into just an amazing small team. Um, I don't know. I, I wonder if I'm talking about or bringing up stuff that you address in the book. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. And uh, it's a lot of this is so universal, um, but I just give like a general example. Imagine a business owner of a $10 million a year business uh, that has a 5% uh, margin. That's, that's a lot of work to, to hit a 5% margin or a business owner who runs a million dollar business with a 25% margin, you're working less, it's not as much pressure and the margins there actually let you have the lifestyle you want. The other point I really want to drive home is just because you have a smaller company, because you have the $1 million versus the $10 million or the 100,000 versus the million, it doesn't mean you have to limit yourself to small clients or work that is not important. Um, I have talked to a lot of business owners that hit $100,000 with 10 $10,000 $10,000 clients. And I'm telling you now it's so much easier with two dollars clients, oh, yeah. right? So I, I really, I hope that folks who read the book realize they can level up. They can do the really, really important work that pays better because they're experts and companies are not paying you or hiring businesses because of how many butts there are in desks. Um, if it's a project that requires thinking, organization, yep. experience, you don't need the man and woman power to do it. So to have that type of lifestyle where you do have more time, um, where you are not tied so closely to your business, having those bigger clients that keep coming back to you where you can rely on more work, build long-term relationships. There's so much more value there compared to the, the the one-off projects with smaller clients are tough because they tend to use all their budget on you and then they're done. Mm -hmm. And you're also exhausted at the end of it. So you can level up and you should. And I, I hope, I hope the book gives people that confidence because there's a, there's a lot of examples of much smaller businesses who have worked with Fortune 500 clients and made made a real impact. Yeah, you know, and and then let's kind of talk about you know I, I seem to be kind of focusing on kind of the end or you know the goal or like this this vision that that I think a lot of folks may have you know about this. Well, what's my goal? Well, I'm going to get rich and I'm going to sit my ties on the beach every day. Like, no, you're not. You'll do that for a week and then come on, you're, you're, you're like humans don't like being unneeded. Like we we like to be engaged and, you know, be involved in doing good things. Right. And I mean, it's cool to have financial freedom. That's awesome. But, you know, it, it, this idea of building a business just so you can do nothing. I, I don't I don't hear like when I interview few people that have actually achieved that. Um, they don't stay there very long. They, they get, they, they like to be needed <laughs> and useful. Yeah. You, when you build your own company, you have a unique opportunity to build a culture, which is yeah. just based on your values and based on your vision. The idea of building a successful business where your vision is, I'm going to sell this thing and do nothing it's going to be really hard to get your employees behind that and your clients behind that. So I, I do, yeah. I do understand I'm working really hard towards this vision and I have accomplished it. 
and I'm going to sell my company now because I've given it everything I can. Mm. I believe in that. I agree with that. I've talked to CEOs who have sold companies and I said, why did you sell it? Did you have a timeline? They said, no, my vision was achieved. What more, what else more did I have to do? And you, you go yeah. on to do the next thing after that. It's, it is my worst nightmare to sell my business and then wake up in the morning and have nothing to do. And I, yeah, I Oh yeah, I know. I've talked to, I, yeah, I had uh, one friend that, um, he had, you know, just awesome circumstances. He got in with a good company and had a had a good package. And he's like, so I basically don't have to work ever again. And and uh, yeah, that lasted for a couple months. And he's like, yeah, I, I need to go do something. I'm like, man, go, go, just go do service. Uh, that's what I do with my last company. Like I had a season where I'm like, oh, there's really not, nothing for me to do here. So, so I'm like, so I just started volunteering with SBDC and that sort of thing, which is, Hey, listen, um, I, I want to make sure David, um, so your book, um, small by design entrepreneur's guide to growing big while staying small. Um, you can find that book right now. And, and David, what's the, the, the website is small by um, is there anything out? Well, you've got some articles here as well. I mean, go get the book. It, I mean, this sounds phenomenal. Um, is there anything else on either, uh, you know, three owls website or, the, you know, the website smallbydesign.co that you'd recommend? Hey, go, go check this out. Yeah. You know, if you go to our articles on our website, uh, I, I do a lot of writing for Forbes and other publications. Um, a lot of them are around this topic of small by design. Others are more about, technology, accessibility, other stuff that I'm passionate about. But I think check out the few articles that are on Small By Design uh, website. If those resonate with you, um, I think the book will too. Uh, there's another great book called Company of One. Uh, I feel like this is like that you graduate from Company of One and you, you're starting to build a team. So it's, uh, and again, very much across all service industries. This is not just for folks in the marketing business. Mm. Awesome. David Feldman, again, author of the book, Small by Design and founder of Three Owl. Uh, again, the website for Three Owls, threeowl.agency and the book Small by Design is found on the web at smallbydesign.co. David Feldman, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Josh. This was great. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.